Yes, I say, 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 I kissed your mom and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why that song? Yo, that man wild, bro. Like, why was that song in your head just now? That was the one he said. This is. I suppose my cat! <laughs> <laughs> Yes, welcome to Ball Sports Podcast. It's the podcast with balls about balls, and we are your hosts. I'm Buddha. Boy, dialing, 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 dialing. It's Willie, and it's now as like a big facts and full of facts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, you have the voice of an angel. Hey. Episode 216, y'all, boys. D. I kissed your mom and I liked it. Taste of her cherry chapstick. It felt so wrong. It felt so right. Don't mean I'm in love tonight. I kissed your mom and I liked it. Whoa. I liked it. Whoa. And you snap with that little remix, though, my boy. I ain't even gonna lie to you. Hey, <laughs> hey, kissing moms is lit, y'all, boys. Yo, hey, yo, yo, you're a wild hey, boy right now. Hey, yo. What? What? Hey, hey, how, why? Wild, how did this start bro. like this? Hey, I was still activated, baby. Oh, <laughs> let's deactivate. Let's deactivate. Okay. <laughs> All right, job boys. Well, we are back. Uh, sorry for the little hiatus we took at the wrong time, but you know, the kid getting married soon, and he, he had to go on his bachelor trip. So that's why we yes, did. That's why we didn't bless y'all last week. Um, but shit, plenty of stuff has happened. We have a lot to talk about. Uh, we might as well jump right into it. If if that's cool with y'all, man, tell me about it, man. What's good? What we doing? What we doing? Talk to me, daddy. Um, all right, so we're gonna start with wrestling. Hey, yo, I know we are a couple weeks uh, behind as far as this new year starting, uh, but we are going to do our end of the year uh, wrestling awards for twenty twenty one. This is something that. You know, I mentioned at the top of the year last year that I was going to be doing. Um, and, you know, hopefully this is something we can do more uh, every year from this point on. Um, it's going to definitely require me to watch more wrestling, though, because AEW has come on in a big way. And now I'm going to have to start tracking shit for them as well. Um, so. For this, uh, we have a series of categories, and you know, I gave you guys nominees, and you rank those nominees on a scale of one to five. Um, 
and I basically just did the math. Basically, whoever you put as one got five points, and whoever you put as five got one point. Um, and and I did the math that way uh, to determine our our winners. And uh, for some of these, you got AEW and WWE mixed. Uh, for others, it's going to be just WWE. I think really, it's really just for the the match of the year, uh, just because I didn't watch all of AEW. So wouldn't it be fair for me to gauge, you know, what those best matches are? But I will give a shout out when the time comes to the matches that I did see that were absolutely incredible. Um, so we will start things off with the moment of the year category. Uh, in third place, we have Adam Cole and Brian Danielson debuting an AEW on the same segment the same night. Uh, that was definitely something that caught everybody off guard. Um, they knew it was bound to happen soon, but the fact that both of them showed up um, at that pay-per-view and immediately confronted each other, had a run-in with each other, like I think it was, it was one of the, definitely one of the biggest moments. Um, in second place, uh, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks making history as the main event of WrestleMania night one. Uh, you know, it was not only the first time ever that two women main evented a WrestleMania, but it was two black women. Um, so, you know, and it was a title match. Like, it was it was huge. Um, but the number one moment for the year was CM Punk returning uh, to wrestling after seven years uh, in AEW. It was something that pretty much nobody thought was ever going to happen again. If he hasn't shown back up in WWE, it's probably never going to happen. But... AEW gave him the opportunity that he was looking for. Um, and mm-hmm. he, he's been lights out ever since. So I think it's, it's yeah, bro, <laughs> deserving. Last night. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for real. Um, for the commentator of the year, third place, Michael Cole for SmackDown. Um, in second place, we had Tony <laughs> Schiavone for AEW. And in first place, Made his debut in the this year, Patrick McAfee um, on SmackDown, (laughs) playing uh, color commentator to Michael Cole has been a fucking delight to watch. He is genuinely funny, and like he's the reason to watch. Yeah, (laughs) man, like the pop culture references that he knows that he can throw in there because he's not old ass Jerry the King Lawler who doesn't know what's going on. Like, you know, no shade, but bro, like, he, like he's throwing out football references, yeah, random bro. stuff, bro. Like, kick your ass, like the Colts did last week. <laughs> like, yeah, down in Klein Town. <laughs> yeah, so uh, well deserved, Pat McAfee. Uh, I like what he's done this year, and uh, I like what he's doing with uh, the WWE. So Pat McAfee's lit. I'm. <laughs> run-ins with his parole officer they are right i am i'm keeping my fingers crossed that we get an appearance from him in the royal rumble uh this year i hope oh, that'll be live <laughs> like to do like a quick spot because i i also saw recently that Corey graves got uh cleared for in-ring cleared action yep, yep. which they thought was never going to happen uh, right. So now he Hasn't could. He had like so many concussions. Yeah, he, I mean it was the same thing with like Daniel Bryan, and they thought yeah. it was never gonna be over with. That's why Daniel Bryan retired. But then you know things change, science changes, 
medicine changes and yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, up next in the weekly show of the year category. In third place, we got AEW Rampage. That's their Friday night show, their one-hour uh, show that goes on after SmackDown. Uh, in second place, WWE Friday Night SmackDown. And in first place, AEW Dynamite. They really haven't missed uh, this past year at all. And they're brand freaking shiny new. Brand new. <laughs> All right. Uh, up next, what we have manager slash non-wrestler of the year. In third place, uh, Sonya Deville, the GM uh, in WWE. Uh, in second place, we had MVP. Yes, sir. Montel Vontavious has done a great That's job. Legendary. Has done a great job with uh, Bobby Lashley. <laughs> what a fucking Bobby dude. Lashley has been dressing a lot better. Right. Yeah, he got that boy swag. Right. He do got his swag rotted in a bitch. I know, bro. Facts. That man be clean as fuck on Mondays. And, <laughs> and in first place, uh, Paul Heyman. The the mouthpiece for not only the mouthpiece for Roman Reigns, but has done so much to help Roman Reigns talk on the mic himself. And like Roman Reigns be a Hall of Famer because of Paul Heyman. Yes, like uh he's been excellent. Your career is about to go take we was about to go shit until Paul Heyman picked you up picked you up bootstraps. And now the one that you are now. Today. He fed you, yeah, boy. He fed longest you. Reigning, the longest reigning champion, bro. Facts. Um, the longest reigning, defending, <laughs> Roman Reigns. He do be doing that little part to Reigns. I'm like, oh, that boy really snapped. Right. He really was on your ass, boy. That's what wrong with y'all. And then... Uh, <laughs> Up next, we have the promo slash interview giver of the year. Um, in third place, we have the Mad King, Eddie Kingston, uh, for AEW. The Mad I think King. just how real he is on the mic is <laughs> hard not to gravitate to, towards that guy. Um, we have a tie uh, for second place. Uh, oh, CM Punk and Roman Reigns and Paul Heyman. Ooh, I already know who's in first then. Which means <laughs> the in first place, the fucking GOAT right now. Maxwell, Jacob, Friedman, MJF. MJF is the fucking best, bro. Bro, the way this man has been eviscerating every arena that he's been in, except for his hometown where he was hailed. As right. a hero, As oh a king, bro. my bro, god! When when they had him um, in his Letterman jacket on the football field, it's great, bro. <laughs> it's great. All right, so to keep it moving, we have the "You Still Got It" award. Uh, these are for our seasoned vets who are still out here doing it big. In third place, we have Edge, um, who's had some very good matches since coming back. Uh, second place. We got Chris Jericho, 
who has been the constant for AEW um, really the past two years, uh, especially with his whole inner circle, the whole Le Champion gimmick and everything like that. Um, and then in first place. And they're still going. Yeah, and in first place, obviously, fives Randall. across the board, Randy Orton. Kenneth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, there's no doubt Randy Orton is right. He might be better now than he was ten years ago. Oh, you know you know you know you're telling the truth right now. Because the things he's doing now, like mentally, is changing how he's wrestling in the ring. Like he's wrestling way more free right now, and like he looks well. He looks the same. Yeah, even he's smaller, better shape. He's like leaner now. Yeah. Yeah, he he, and, and and honestly, I'll say this much: because of his in ring presence, his consciousness about what he's doing is pretty fucking good as well. Right, and like LeBron, LeBron James at WWE right now. I, I think <laughs> no I think cap. what's helped his career is that he and he's talked about it, like the approach he used to wrestling. Because a lot of these guys are going full sprint. He's like, take it, methodical, slow it down. Because that's gonna, you don't have to do. Because you're not have to take as much damage. Because you're milking these moments where there's nothing happening, right. but so much mm-hmm. happening. You know, so like he mm-hmm. did that really for the bulk of his his career. Um, he made a career of moving very slow and methodically. He's not sitting here exploding everywhere, jumping off everything. Word, taking easy risks. Like you never. What's the biggest risk you see Randy Orton take in a match? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah, That's like question, he'll yeah, go through a table. It, he'll go through a table occasionally. That's it. Yeah, but he's That's not. I haven't a ladder before. Early on in his career, like he'll he'll do he would do a swing yeah. out RKO on people. Um, right, but yeah, That's but, about it. Yeah, but these days, yeah, no, you're not going to see that. He's he's very smart with with what he's done. Um, yeah, I agree. So, moving right along, we have the Tag Team of the Year. Um, Now, this one, in third place, is the Lucha Bros on AEW. uh, Ray Phoenix and Penta El Cero Miero. Um, They've been killing it in every single fucking match. A lot of that credit goes should go to FTR as well. I do want to give them a shout-out. Because mm-hmm. they don't get enough credit for how they wrestle. Um, yeah, they were formerly the revival on WWE, but like, oh wow, they have been because they're they're mat wrestlers. They're your old school throwback wrestlers. So that pairs so well with these luchadors who fly all over the place because you got them to kind of mm-hmm. keep things grounded when they need to be at times too, which leads to just it's just beautiful. Um, yeah, and then. And then all that underground stuff that they do in uh, Mexico. Yes, yeah. Like, as well. go back and watch Lucha Underground. Um, I talked about them years ago in the pod. Uh, in second place, we had the Usos um, on SmackDown. And in first place, hell of a year they've had. You know who it is. RK, bro. Uh, Randy Orton and Riddle. Like, we just got done talking about Randy Orton. Like, yeah. we see how much fun they're really having great. together. Uh, considering Randy hated Riddle when he first met him. And he has been <laughs> right. very public about that, but he loves him now. Riddle's, Riddle's brought out a different side of Randy Orton. Oh, you can tell they get high together regularly. Well, <clears throat> that's got to be I, really I say, big of this I say, shit. 
I'll say this much. I'll say this much. I think, and I and I've seen their promos because Buddha hypes them up so much, and I watch their talking. And you know what I think it is is, well, you got to look at the trajectory of of Randy Orton's career, and I think this is the reason why he appreciates Riddle so much. <clears throat> Let's talk about the factions that Randy Orton has been in. I know Buddha, you know them extensively well. So if I miss one, please let me know. Um, so you had his first one with Evolution. Um, then he had that one with, what was that shit called? The Bloodline or some shit? Legacy. Legacy. With, with, with Ted DiBiase Jr. and Cody Rhodes? Correct. What was it? What, there was another one he was a part of, like a little tag team, right? Because he had belts before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, was, he, he rated RKO with uh, Edge. With Edge. He okay, what else? was a tag champ with... Um... Wasn't he with um, Bray Wyatt? Yes, yes, he was a tag team champ with Bray Wyatt as well. Um, when he joined him just to fucking burn his shit down. Oh, that guy, that was so good. Oh, so good. Now, check this out. You don't even have to go no further. Look at it from this perspective, right? Because at the end of the day, <clears throat> Randy Orton is a consummate professional. So here's the reason why I always have Randy Orton, for me anyway, as the GOAT. Over Cena and over The Rock and on my GOAT list. He never left. Mm. He never left. Right. He's been consistently there for as long as I can remember. And, I can turn on the TV relevant. at any point in time and watch a WWE thing, and I've seen yeah. Randy Orton, right? And relevant. Now, never never, never him, worse than a mid-card. Right. Never worse, and he never worries about the fucking belt. He does not care for the mm-hmm. belt, which makes him even better because his stories sell without having a belt attached to it. He doesn't need that aura, which is lit. But that right. that's another story for another day. I think he's on that, that like, Shawn Michaels – Triple H realm where it's like I can sell my shit. I don't need any extra anything. Just give me a wrestler and I bet y'all made this shit pop. That's what he reminds me of. I could do now, a rock with anybody. I can do name a the, name with any person. Name name the person. I bet y'all make that shit pop. Right. right. So you got to look at it. Name one of those times where Randy Orton actually got to be fun and goofy. And yeah, be legitimately no. himself. Randy That's Orton never is been, actually yeah. not a serious person at all. Right. He might be an asshole. He's like he's, he's a jokester. I'm not gonna lie to you. He's where John Cena wishes he got to be at this point of John Cena's career, where like he can just enjoy his like body of work and the crowd reacting to it as well. Like he interacts with the crowd. Like he's always looking at the crowd, making faces. Like I mean, he's, hey, he, he was always better. He I, was always better than than John Cena. Another, enjoy like. It's for, for many people's career, especially if you like have to be a heel so much, you don't really get to enjoy the crowd and what the energy that they bring to you. Like you don't really get to interact in the same way. But now he's at sixteen, but almost twenty plus years to where it's like now you can really just be that guy to where it's like I can enjoy my crowd, be damn good at it. But now I can also interact with the crowd. I can bring out this new personality of mine that I've always that has always been there, but I haven't been able to like put it out to the world. Because of what I've been doing for these past 10, 15 years. So now he's like lit, lit for us. Like, oh, now you get to really see some shit. Like, John Cena's been like, for you to be on the spotlight, you have to be like this. Right. Because mm-hmm. you see when John Cena's done other stories <laughs> outside of being a champion, it might not be the littest shit. Right. Facts. So, so what you have, so what you have here <clears throat> is that you have somebody such as a Randy Orton who's been serious this whole time. And now you're just like, hey, bro, go ahead and have fun, dog. Yep. Go be great. 
you got this guy, Riddle, this is his character. You can kind of just tie in with it. And he really feeds into that shit. Like, he feeds into mm-hmm. it. Like, the last promo I saw was where he was like, all right, bro, listen. He's like, the one thing you're going to do, because I guess he didn't tag him at all that whole time. So he's like, you're going to tag me. <laughs> yeah. Okay, he's like, give me your hand. And he wrote tag on one and Randy on the other one. And Riddle looks at it and he's like, oh, tag Randy. Cool. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> and like the shit was dope because you kind of saw, you kind of saw their identity. You know what I mean? But you saw shit that was like them also, which right. was cool. You know what I'm saying? And like, you can appreciate that. You can appreciate that, and 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 that shit's dope. I don't care what nobody say, that shit is dope. Facts. So, um, all right, sure. moving right along, we have the women's wrestler of the year. Uh, in third place, we have the doctor Britt Baker, D M D, um, for AEW. Uh, she's been their women's champ the entire year really has knocked down every single person they put in front of her. She's excellent on the mic. She's a heel, but people fucking love her. Um, She's just one of those characters that like, it's one of those kind of like when Sasha Banks is a heel, like people are going to cheer for it. Or like now how Mm -hmm. Roman Reigns is at this point where like he's getting a lot of cheers now, even though he's a heel. (laughs) Like when he does his, Whatever city acknowledge me, like they pop for that. They don't boo. They're like, Wah! like so. They like his ass. Yeah. yeah so she's she's <laughs> she's become one of one of the, those kind of characters. Um, so you know she definitely deserves to be top three. Uh, second place. Speaking of, we have the boss Sasha Banks. Um, really, it, it's been unfortunate that we've missed her these last few months because she's had an injury, but. Uh, you know, she put on that classic match with Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. Um, and she's always made her presence felt whenever she shows up. Uh, but number one, uh, with 19, po- 19 out of 20 possible points, Bianca Belair, um, she, she headlined WrestleMania. She won a championship at WrestleMania in the main event. Um, you know, um, she's just still on the belt now. She stood, yeah. They they fucked her out of the belt, but <laughs> regardless of that, like she has kind of beat down everybody in front of her. Even when she's gotten rematches, she's gotten screwed again. So she's never been just straight up beat, like justifiably. Um, so yeah, I think this is going to be her come up and see her, uh, and, and we'll, we'll see what's popping. Uh, but shout out to her. Uh, moving on to the men's wrestler of the year uh, in third place. No need to discuss him anymore because we've been talking about him. Randy Orton. Um, <laughs> so keep keep doing great things. Uh, we have a tie for second place. Uh, Big E for the WWE and Kenny Omega for AEW. Um, man, Kenny Omega was snapping this year. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Omega really got his rocks all this year. Yeah, the Kenny Omega, the self-proclaimed best bout machine, um, put on what a name. Yeah, put right. on quite a few he, classics last year. Oh, he put his body on the line. He was all year. he was a champion for like 
four or five different wrestling promotions. And and Biggie yeah. <laughs> and Biggie really finally had a year where he's able to come into his own, branch out by himself. Um, you know, he won a world championship. Unfortunately, I think they took it away way too soon. Um, but I hope he gets it back maybe at WrestleMania this year by winning the Royal Rumble or something. Um, but Biggie had a great year. He's continuing to have a great year. He's crushing every time he's on the mic. Anytime he's in a feud, he's making himself look great and making the other person look greater. Um, like, yeah, he's he's got big things going. But number one, fives across the board, 20 out of 20. You know him. He is the head of the table. <laughs> he is the tribal chief. Oh. He's number one in your hearts. <laughs> yeah. He's Roman Reigns. Um, and yeah. this is without a doubt. When, when he returned um, in October of 2020, we didn't know what this new character was going to give us. But here we are. Yeah, he was definitely a little skeptical. Over a year into his title reign. 500 day 500 plus day title reign um wow the the Magical. story hasn't bored me they've continued to elevate it's at its climax right now cuz you know a showdown with Brock Lesnar is is looming on the other side of the Royal Rumble cuz now they are champions on separate brands but Brock still want that ass so like this crescendo that's happening right now, ah, I wish I was going to WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> like that match is gonna be nuts. Um. So yeah. So yeah, without a doubt, number one. Um, and finally, the match of the year. Um, I'm gonna give honorable mention to a couple matches. For AEW, um, the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Bros inside a steel cage. Um, that match was a tag team masterclass. Um, they beat the ever living shit out of each other. They bleed. They use weapons, thumbtacks, everything. Yeah, if you like one, if you like those kind of matches, that's one for you. Um, and then. Two matches from Brian Danielson, um, his main event against Kenny Omega that went to a 60-minute draw, and his uh, uh, match with Adam Page that also went to a uh, 60-minute draw. So, like, neither match had a winner, but both matches were fucking chef's kiss. Um, So, for WWE, we have... In third place was my number one, uh, Walter versus Ilya Dragunov uh, from NXT you Takeover mean, 36. Yes, Gunther. No, you mean Gunther? I hate that. I, I hate that so much. <laughs> Why uh, do they call him Gunther, man? I, I don't know. That's what Vince wants his new name to be, I guess. That's bull. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Incredible match. 
technical perfection. Um, in second place, we actually have a tie. Uh, Edge versus Seth Rollins, Hell in a Cell match at the Crown Jewel pay-per-view. It was a 45-minute Hell in a Cell match. Edge didn't look out of place at all. Seth Rollins knows how to get incredible matches out of anybody he fights. Um, honestly, may go down as probably a top three Hell in a Cell match of all time when it's said and done. Um, wow. Yeah. I honestly believe that. It, it, the only thing it really lacked was blood. But what they did to to punish each other in that match, I was okay with it. Um, as long as Undertaker and one of them bitches. Right. <laughs> and uh, so also in second place was the main event of WrestleMania 37 Night 2. It was the triple threat, Roman Reigns versus Edge versus Daniel Bryan. Um yeah, these three guys beat the shit out of each other. Uh, you were on pins and needles the whole time, not knowing what way they were going to go with it because there had been rumors all around. Um, just for Roman Reigns to literally do what he said he was going to do, smash them, stack them, and pin them one, two, three. Uh, yeah, it was, was kind of nuts. Uh, but in first place, rightfully so, the main event of WrestleMania 37 Night 1, Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Not only given all the circumstances around, they put on an excellent wrestling match. Um, that is, yeah, it, best match of the year. So, um, so shout out to them, and I look forward to doing this next year for sure. With some more AEW categories, facts, 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 facts. facts. All right. Now that I got my water, <laughs> the NFL, y'all boys. Not your water. <laughs> water. The NFL. Um, NFL, baby. Yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, we're at the playoffs. Playoffs? Playoffs? Yeah. Playoffs? And uh, we're talking some, about the playoffs. Some shit the is, of the year. Some shit has gone down. So uh, before we get into the- before we get into recapping how Wild Card Weekend went down, um, I'm going to go ahead and just discuss who made it to the playoffs first. Um, so for the AFC, uh, the number one seed that really shocked most people, uh, Tennessee Titans. Um, 12 and five, like it might be the quietest, uh, securing of the number one seed I've ever seen in an NFL season. Lost the potential MVP of the league. And yeah. Still got the one seed. Yeah. And they, they and rushed this, the same amount of yards per game as if they would have had him. Like they never went away from right. the, from the rush. Like they just continued to so, just, I mean, you oh, had a, a little brother. Yeah, Foreman was sliding, bro. Yeah. Derrick Henry Jr. over there. That man just had a different jersey on, bro. (laughs) He lost about 20 pounds. Hell yeah. So. Is he from from Alabama? Um, Isn't he from Alabama? Foreman? He's from Texas. Yeah, he's from Texas. Dante Foreman. Yeah. I'm getting up with both. Yeah, he's from Texas. 
Yeah, he's from Texas. He's from Texas City, Texas. So, shouts out to the Titans getting the number one seed in the first round by um, the Titans. The two seed, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. The three seed, the Buffalo Bills. The four seed, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, And then our wild cards. Five seed, the Las Vegas Raiders. Um, That stunned me that we made it to the five seed. Uh, I do, I, we, we played the last, the final game of the season, uh, Sunday night football against the, the chargers. That was honestly, I mean, maybe personal bias. That might be the last season finale game like ever. <laughs> Cause I can't remember the last time, uh, a game where, a playoff spot was on the line for both teams in a situation where whoever's like bro I've never seen that shit before with with the with the added stipulation that if they tie they're both in like like there was there was so much um the last second in overtime yeah yeah like it went down to the wire to where it was like is this really gonna happen you know um but yeah what a fucking game I'm proud of the Raiders um, you know, spoiler alert, they got bounced from the playoffs, but um, I'm extremely proud of everything <laughs> that they they went through this year as far as losing John Gruden, you know, we, after week four, then losing Henry Ruggs in a tragedy um, after week six, and then, you know, having to deal with the, you know, getting this new interim coach, and we lose our other first rounder um, who we just drafted two years ago because he's out here flashing guns on IG and stuff like that saying he's going to shoot people like fuck, you know, but they never gave up on each other. They rallied towards the he end got of the season. That. Yeah. Um, well, he oh, fell for the bait. So, uh, um, yeah, but 10 and seven in a year, I did not think we were going to go 10 and seven. Uh, shouts out to the Raiders. Um, in the sixth seed, the New England Patriots, also with a ten and seven record that a lot of people didn't think they were going to have. Um, so shout out to Mac Jones for that, um, and you know the rest of the team. But I'm just saying for him because I think he he went above what what everybody expected of him this year. <laughs> Whatever rookie, what other rookie quarterback was in this playoffs this year for the for the AFC? Exactly. Oh, Matt, oh, oh, no, Joe Burrow is not a rookie, so. Yeah, no. Like rookies from the AFC, or they all gone, my boy? Yeah. And then um, the seventh seed was somehow, some way, the little engine that could, uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, you know, given given Big Ben one one final taste of, of the postseason. Um, that's, they got the ass. Yeah, he did. I'm so mad that the Colts folded and lost to the Jaguars. Right, Carson Wentz folded, bro. That he whole team folded. Negative- that entire team folded. It was not just Carson Wentz. That entire team. If you look at this season finale of this Hard Knocks episode, dog, yeah. that entire team folded in all three in phases. Huh? Oh, crazy. Well, explain, explain to us what you mean, bro. What do you mean? I'm gonna rewatch it. Hard Knocks was on their season too. That's crazy. Yeah, bro. Like, isn't it? That's insane. You're like. They were the whole week. They were like, "Yo, 
We cannot fall asleep. Yo, they these guys are trying to end our season too. Like, they were preaching that the whole week. But then these guys just straight up fold in the game. Defense started folding because two injuries happened. And then everybody else was just, they could not get ahead of the curve. And then um, the offense, run game wasn't happening at all. Offensive line fell apart for some reason. Uh, Carson Wentz was not getting it done. Jonathan Taylor was not getting it done. Like, every aspect of the game, like, nobody executed at all. Um, yeah, so it was tough. It was it was tough to watch. But, yeah, that entire team, I don't know what happened. But uh, it was sad. In the last, like, 10 minutes are, like, <laughs> after the game and all that shit in the locker room. Boy. <laughs> Boy. Where do you watch be, it's, listen, it's on, it's on it's HBO. Gotta real, it's got to be real annoying that you just got your wow whoop. You just lost your way into the playoffs, and then this is what you see in your face. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? Hey, hey, how y'all boys feel? Y'all lost to the last well, place team. Right well, y'all boys folded. Well, how you feel? Because well, what's crazy is like um, one of the, like the executive producer of the show, um, he was on the Pat McAfee show last week. And he was talking about how they were all pissed when they lost because they were the plan was to just can go as far as they went, you know. So like they would have gone into the playoffs if they made the playoffs with them, and the, everything would have continued to be shown and everything like that. Like it wasn't just going to end with the season end for them. But, but you know, it's like damn, because I would have loved to been able to see a team prepping for a playoff game and like. That kind that of shit. Been cool they folded. Tragic. And then, anyways, uh, sorry, <laughs> moving right along. Um, on the NFC side, the number one seed getting the first round by the Green Bay Packers. They had that locked, you know, the last couple weeks. Um, or no, they're just the last week uh, of the season. Um, second to last week of the season. Sorry. Anyways, um, the two seed is the Bucks. The three seed, the Dallas Cowboys, um, and the four seed, the Rams. Your wild card teams are the Arizona Cardinals, uh, the 49ers, who got in because they won their final season game, um, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Yeah. So, guys. E A G L E S, Eagles. We. Jones was the best rookie quarterback of the year. Yeah, guys. So we had some um, – before we get to that, we made some picks before the season started. <laughs> um, Every game, as a matter of fact. We picked every game before the season started. Went to Bamba. And, uh, you know, we, we did our whole who, – who makes the playoffs, who goes to the Super Bowl, all that good stuff. So I just want to say, just to kind of give you guys a quick update – uh, where everybody did as far as their predictions went. Um, Nels, you picked five out of eight division winners. And you picked the correct record for the Vikings, Giants, Bucks, and Niners. Hmm. You picked four out of seven seeds correctly. Uh, That's impressive. Or, so not, sorry, not seeds. Four out of seven teams in the playoffs 
correctly uh, for the AFC and six out of seven teams correctly for the NFC with three of those being the correct seeds. Um, Dylan, you went five out of eight division winners. You got the records correct for the Patriots and the Panthers. You uh, <laughs> that's, that's impressive. You got four out of seven playoffs. Mm-hmm. You got four out of seven playoff teams correct for the AFC. Two of those being the correct seeds. And you got four out of seven teams correctly for the NFC. None being the correct seats. Hey, man, Ball Sports Podcast, we do this, man. For all man. Willie. Fuck out of here, man. Willie, you got three out exactly. of eight division winners. Okay. You got the exact correct records of the Bills, Packers, Giants, Cardinals, and 49ers. Let's get it. You got four out of seven playoff teams for the AFC, with one being the correct seed. And you got four out of seven correct playoff teams for the NFC with one being the correct seed. Um, I went six out of eight division winners with the Dolphins, Chargers, and Bears records being exact. I got four four out of seven uh, four out of seven playoff teams for the AFC with one seed being correct. I got five out of seven playoff teams for the NFC with two seeds being correct. Can you tell me the one seed that I didn't get right for the NFC? Because now I'm bent. Because I usually be knowing that shit. For the NFC? Yeah. Oh, the one playoff team you mean? Yeah. You had the Seahawks making it. Seahawks Say won again? The, the Seahawks won the division for you. So you had yeah, them in did. the playoffs. Fucking bitch. <laughs> like real talk because i knew the west was gonna send i I felt like the west could have sent three but they didn't did they they sent two rams niners no they sent three teams cardinals went oh yeah cardinals went too shit so who's the who's the team that i didn't have going there 49ers um you had Packers, Bucks, Seahawks, Cowboys, Rams, 49ers, Cardinals. You had the entire. Oh, I had the entire West going in there. You had the entire West in there. <laughs> Dang, bro. You I mean, the West is not. The NFC West. Listen, all right, now. Y'all be, people be sleep on the NFC West. You got to watch you some NFC West games, bro. It's, it's different over there. Them all teams right. are stacked. And I, and I tell you what, I'll go as far as to say if you put the Seahawks in a different division, they make the playoffs. Right. I'll tell you that right now. You put the Hawks in the AFC East, NFC East, AFC South, they're making the playoffs. Even NFC South, they're making the playoffs. No cap. All right. So that, that's where we're at for now on that. Um, yeah, we did good, guys. We did do good, bro. And hey, you got to take we pictures of those and, and post that bit on the, on the uh, on ground. All right. Just be warned. My handwriting is atrocious. Because I'd be, right. be having to write fast when we're filling these out. Um, That's true. That's all right. All right. So next order of business, we have some awards to give out. Now that the season is done, 
Um, you know, the end of the year awards happen every year. And before the season started, we made some picks. At the midway point, we made some picks. Now that it's the end of the season, we're going to give our final picks. So I am just going to go in order. Um, I'll tell you mine, and then I'll do Nels, Dylan, and Willie. Okay? So for comeback player of the year, uh, start of the season, I said Dak. Uh, mid-season, I said Dak. Uh, but now that we're here, and it's actually a name none of us have ever said on here. I'm going Joe Beasy, Joe Burrow. Okay. I easily forgot this man was knocked out, you know, early on last year for the for the whole year with that with that uh AC, it was an ACL injury. I believe so. Yeah, so yeah, I'm, I'm going Joe Burrow. Um Nels. Uh you said the start of the season Dak, mid-season you said Dak. Are you sticking with Dak? Um Is Mad Max available for that award? No, right? Cuz he was really injured. No, he was he was around last year. Yeah, he went to rehab. Right? Yeah, that was the season that he went oh, to rehab. But that was like he didn't miss any time. That's what I'm that. saying. He yeah. didn't. Miss, that's what I'm saying. He didn't miss anything. Yeah. Um, I mean, you 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 got the you got the pick. Joe Burrow's a great pick. How do you argue against that? All right. Um, Dylan. Uh, before the season started, you said Sam Darnold. Um, <laughs> and then hold on, it gets better. Hold on, it, it gets wait, it gets better, it gets better. Then mid season, you said Carson Wentz. Oh, shit. so so are you gonna stick with Carson Wentz, Dylan, <laughs> or are you gonna change your answer? You still don't know. You well, snapped so hard. Though. <laughs> hey, I'm not even laughing at at your picks. I'm just laughing because at the time when you said them, they were great fucking picks. Yeah. I remember when you said said Sam Darnold and me being like, bruh, you might be right on that one. Then Sam Darnold Mm -hmm. didn't really pan out. You said Carson (laughs) Wentz. Carson Wentz at the time was bald. He was like, you know, he might be onto something with that one. This is why this is why I go back to those early picks and it's like, damn, look how look how far they've fallen. Mm -hmm. Like Bro, that shit is wild to me, bro. For sure. All right. And Willie. So, when the season started, you said Dak. Um, midway through the season, you said Dak. Are you sticking with Dak? I'm sticking with Dak. Okay. Um, Coach of the year. Coach of the year. Um, before the season started, I said Cliff Kingsbury, uh, head coach for the Cardinals. Midway through the season, I said uh, Cliff Kingsbury, because they were undefeated at that point. Um, I am changing that answer. I'm going to say coach of the year, Mike Vrabel, uh, Tennessee Titans, um, just nice because their their loss of, you know, <clears throat> Derrick Henry and uh, Julio, who they thought was going to be a big part of the season and really mm-hmm. didn't last he very long. Did <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, Nels, before <laughs> the start of the season, you said – John Gruden. Uh, <laughs> God, God <laughs> You. Um, so uh, midway through the season, you, you changed that to uh, Sean McVay. Um, are you sticking mm. with Sean McVay? 
Mm. Um, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not going to sing songs with Sean McVay only because, so, um, you already got who I was considering with, um, <clears throat> with your pick, but you know who I do like? I like McDermott out of Buffalo. Okay. I do like McDermott out of Buffalo. I'm going to ride with him for a little bit. I'm going to ride with him. <clears throat> All right. So, um, Dylan, when the year started, you said Matt Rule, uh, head coach for the Carolina Panthers. Um, Yikes. Midway through the season, you changed. <laughs> midway through the season, you changed to Cliff Kingsbury uh, for the Cardinals. Uh, are you sticking with Kingsbury? Uh, I'm go Bill Belichick. Ooh, Billy B. Okay. Ooh, Billy B. Bill Belichick. All right. And Willie, um, start of the season, you also said Matt Rule. Um, midway through, you changed it to Zach Taylor, head coach for the Bengals. Um, mm -hmm. Are you sticking with Zach Taylor? No, um, I'm actually going with uh, Matt LaFleur. Okay. And um, by the way, I, I think this is like a really underrated stat. But like Matt LaFleur is like one of the um, top three winningest coaches in their first three years ever. Yeah, yeah it's, un not it's unfortunate he won't get enough mm -hmm. of that credit, though, because he has Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback. Agreed. Um, all right, up next we have Offensive Rookie of the Year. Um before the year started, I said Jamar Chase. Midway through, Chase. I'm going to stick with <laughs> Chase. Um, <laughs> Nels, you started the year by saying Justin Fields. Uh, oh my. Midway through, you changed it to Chase. Where are you at now? I'm changing it to Chase. So you're stuck, sticking with Chase. Okay. What? No, you heard what I said. I said midway through, you changed it to Chase. Right, and I'm so, changing it again to Chase. Okay. Um, Dylan, before the year started, you said Chase. Midway through, you said Chase. Where are you at now? Chase. Chase. All right. Uh, and Willie, you said before the year, Mac Jones. Midway through, you changed it to Chase. Where are you at now? Mac Jones, Jones. Chase. Chase. All right. Um, defensive rookie of the year. Before the year started, I said Parsons, Michael Parsons. Um, midway through, I stuck with Parsons, and I am still sticking with Parsons. Nels, before the year, you said Parsons. Midway through, you said Parsons. Are you sticking with Parsons? Yes, sir. Sigmund Parsons, young man. Okay, Dylan, uh, you started with Asante Samuel Jr. Um, nice. Midway, midway <laughs> through, you changed it to Parsons. Where are you at now? Parsons. All right. And Willie, uh, you started with uh, Patrick Sotan Jr. Um, and then... Midway through, you changed it to uh, was that Quiddy Pay? Mm -hmm. Is it is it 
is that Quiddy Pay? Yeah, 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 it's Quiddy Pay. Okay. So you sticking with them? No, um, I'm switching to Parsons. Okay. And uh, offensive player of the year. I started the year by saying Derek Carr. Uh, midway through, I changed it to Kyler Murray. Uh, but now at this point, I'm going to say Cooper Cup. Um, Nels, to start the year, you said Russell Wilson. Um, midway through, you changed it to Jason Taylor. Or it's not Jason Taylor. Jonathan Taylor. And um, where are you at now? Uh, I'm going to stick with Taylor. Not bad at all. Um, Dylan, to start the year, you said Tom Brady. Midway through, you kept it at Tom Brady. What are you thinking? Tom Brady. Thomas Bradington, the seventh. All right. Um, Willie, uh, to start the year, you said Kyler Murray. Um, midway through, you said Cooper Cup. Where you at now? I'm sticking with it. Cooper Cup? Yes, sir. That's his man, and he's sticking beside him. Cool. Um, Defensive player of the year, to start the year, I said uh, Chandler Jones. Um, Midway through, I switched it to Trayvon Diggs. And now at the end of the year, I'm going T.J. Watt. Um, T.J. Nels, to start the year, you said Nick Bosa. Midway through, you changed it to TJ Watt, and you stick him with Watt. Yeah, I'm going to have to go with Tej. What? Um, Young Tej, baby. Uh, Dylan, to start the year, you said Jalen Ramsey. Uh, <laughs> midway, through, you, midway through, you changed it to Diggs. And Yikes. where are you at now? Yikes. Cause Diggs be out here getting cooked. Not can't that. All right, and uh, Willie, to start the year, you said Bobby Wagner. Uh, midway through, you changed it to TJ Watt. Where are you at now? Um, I'm sticking with TJ Watt. What? But um, can we give? Yeah, but can we give some shout outs to some um underrated defensive players that sure. didn't get that aren't going to be uh, out. That aren't going to be known as like defense player of the year, but I think this is a player that should have been um, mentioned in the comeback player of the year category. And this is uh, Nick Bosa. Okay. Nick Bosa put up monster numbers this year. Um, he had uh, 15 and a half sacks. I'm pretty sure he had um, seven forced fumbles. Um, you know, I think he had 20 tackles for a loss. You know, he was he was balling. Um, who else? Man. You know, we have no, we have a Maluacon from the Falcons. He had two hundred tackles. Damn, he had two hundred tackles and was not um, first team or second team All Pro, which was you know. I mean, he got two hundred tackles because yes, he was on the field a lot. He was <laughs> on the field a lot, but you know, like you don't get you don't you don't set the, the tackle record for the for the league, you know, by mistake. Was getting back though. Um, but that's it. Why didn't you say my boy Matt Judon? 
Well, I, I mean, I could talk about more people. I mean, mm-hmm. we got, uh, there's, there's so many yeah, more players. Yeah. You know? It's Bobby. I felt like Bobby Wagner had a good season. Jordan Brooks had a good season. You know, they both had over 180 tackles. They're the first linebacker pair in the, in the last um, in the last 40 years to have that. Wow, that's big. All right, um, and then finally we have the most valuable player. Uh, the most valuable player. Just want to emphasize that it's based on Dylan. how they performed on the based on how they performed on the field, um, and nothing more than how they performed on the field. For some of these media uh, people who get votes, um, yeah. So before the year started, I said Tom Brady. Midway through, I kept it at Tom Brady, but based on how it ended, I'm going to switch my vote to Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, uh, Nels to start the year, you said Tom Brady. Midway through, uh, you stuck with Tom Brady. You sticking with Tom Brady? Um, as much as I like to, I think Aaron Rodgers finished the year off a bit stronger. Uh, I had Tom Brady winning that race, um, but I mean, Aaron did his thing. Aaron did his thing. I think the only thing that helps, no, no, never mind. They both went through injuries, so <clears throat> um, I gotta go a rod on this one. All right, um, Dylan. Dylan, to start the year, you said Kyler Murray. Midway through, you said Kyler Murray. Where are you at now? Tom. Tom and Bradington. All right. I know, I know Aaron, I probably don't get it. You know, team number one seed and all that. Um, Thomas. I got you. Willie, uh, to start the year, you said Tom Brady. Midway through, you said Josh Allen. Where you at now? That's um, Aaron Rodgers. All right, and we'll find out in a couple weeks uh, these Who results. Um, Aaron Rodgers, team all pro. Come on now. <laughs> but here we are in the postseason. Uh, let's go through these games real quick just to let everybody know what had happened. Um, Wild Card Weekend started with the very first game, the Freaking! Oh, the five seed Raiders at the four seed Bengals, uh, with the Bengals winning that game twenty six nineteen. Um, really a close game throughout. Uh, the refs really fucked up a lot of this game. Um, egregiously so to the point that NFL removed them from any officiating duties for the remainder of the playoffs. That's just wild to me. Bro. <laughs> um, That's tragic. The fact that you call a touchdown on a play mm-hmm. that's not reviewable is nuts. Um, for those who don't know, yeah. uh, when Joe Burrow was throwing a touchdown pass while the ball was in the air, the referee blew the play dead. The receiver then caught the ball in the end zone. And then they say, go, touchdown. However, NFL rules, when you blow the whistle, play is dead. doesn't matter that it was in the air. It goes back to the spot where it was last in possession. And it's a dead ball. 
So that's terrible. That's seven points that should have come off, which would have put this game in overtime. But I don't want to make excuses because that did happen in the second quarter and the Raiders had time to make something happen. But when you're away team, that kind of temperature, it's, it's hard to get points. So, um, you know, I'm happy they made it. I already said what I said about the team. Uh, Bengals, they're playing good football. Um, yeah, they're trying to make some noise. They're, they're trying to make some noise. I don't know if you guys had any thoughts on the uh, the game. Nah. Shout out to the Bengals. Shout out to Joe Burrow. Yeah. Oh, those, those shades Joe Burrow had on was nice. In the interview, y'all saw the post game interview. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna swear. One thing I forgot to mention: um, a lot of head coaches were fired. Hell yeah, Ooh. let the ass go. Um, so there are currently quite a few openings. Um, as of right now, the uh, the Texans need a head coach. Uh, the Giants need a head coach and a GM. Um, the Dolphins need a new head coach. The Vikings need a new head coach and GM. And GM, yeah. Uh, the Bears need a new head coach and GM. The Broncos need a new head coach. Uh, the Raiders need a new head coach and GM. Uh, the Jaguars need a new head coach. And yeah, so a lot of openings. What what would be a, a the most attractive? Team in y'all opinion to go to Jaguars, yeah, Jaguars, Raiders, Broncos, Bears, Vikings, Dolphins, Giants, Texans, Raiders, yeah, definitely Raiders. Missing, just missing a couple pieces that I could pick up in free agency. That team's pretty much loaded. You got to keep working. A team that made it to a playoff spot dysfunctionally. Come on now, easy, it's Mm. easy pick. That Vikings roster, though. Vikings do got oh Vikings was on that list. Yeah, yeah. Oh well, yeah, ain't gonna lie, that might be. <laughs> That's what I, I mean, was thinking. Yeah, I was like, either I mean, Vikings, Vikings or the Raiders. Vikings, Vikings. Their, I mean, their roster is cool, but their roster gets hurt. If their roster was together, they could have at least got them a little, you know, wild card spot or whatever the case may be. But you know, they are hurt. You feel me? I just think they need a new quarterback. That's true. Kirk, Kirk, Kirk wasn't the answer. Um. All right. Up next, the six seed Patriots at the three seed Bills. Um. This game got out of hand early. Early. Uh, forty-seven seventeen. Um. Yeah, that much needs to be said. It was a blowout. It was freezing cold game. One thing. Go ahead. One thing. I will say this. I'm not going to say we would have won. I'm not going to take it that far because I think the Bills always had a better roster than us. But if Mac Jones completes that touchdown pass, it's not a blowout. After that throw, he was after that pick. He was oh, the one by Micah Hyde? Listen, Micah Hyde covered like 30 yards, 40 yards. Oh, Micah Hyde is nice with it. 
Bro, and yeah. then I don't I feel like I think also I do want to say this though. I think people also don't realize Micah Hyde is one of the most playoff experienced players in the playoffs. Like top five most um games played in like behind Brady and Gronk. Like he's right there. Yeah, well it's it's not just that. It's that that so you know, they they've been talking about the Bengals two safeties is two of the better safeties in the league, like the tandem, you know, the bills between Poyer and Hyde. I mean, you got a problem. You know what I mean? Like <clears throat> that was, that was not a bad throw by Mac Jones. People are saying, Oh, like Mac ended up like he got rattled. And I was like, yeah, bitch, I'd be rattled too. I threw a great pass. I dropped that bitch in the bucket. And I watched this man who I literally Took him away from the actual my eye contact. I let that bitch go. I'm thinking it's a touchdown, and this man runs underneath and then gets the ball over my guy. Come on, man. Come on, man. I'd be rattled too. You wouldn't be? And that shit would fuck me up. <laughs> it would fuck me up, bro. It's over with for me. I'm like, all right, back. Game over. Like. The fuck? Where am I throwing the ball now? <laughs> all, right, all, right. all right, so where the hell am I going? So um, we'll see. We'll see how the Bills do this week. Um, up next on Sunday, we had the Eagles. Sorry, the the seven seed Eagles at the two seed Bucks. Um, Bucks beat them thirty one fifteen. It was really a blowout. Those last couple touchdowns. I mean, those came late. It was really a blowout the whole game. Um. Yeah, so Bucks are trying to return to form, and uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens. the uh, The upset of the weekend, um, the Forty ers beat the Cowboys twenty three seventeen. Um, Cowboy Nation is very upset right now. My but, expectations. Uh, I expectations yep. for a low performing team. You know, I, I picked the I picked the Niners to win this game. Um Yeah, they actually they just played well. They played a lot better. Cowboys fucked up on a lot of plays. They're coaching, like I said, I've never been a fan of Mike McCarthy, so you know I think he kind of fucked them in a couple situations. Especially I don't with- mean to I don't mean to interrupt. Uh-huh. And I and I know we I know this is gonna be very 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 off topic, but I want to say this before I forget, Dylan. How many picks do you have, bro? This is starting oh to get ridiculous. <laughs> like no, like real talk. Like as y'all know, ladies and gentlemen, we have a Madden league. Um, we've gone through how many Super Bowls? Three seasons, three Super Bowls so far. <sighs> and Dylan has literally had like the last eight out of ten picks so far for users. And this is starting to get ridiculous. I'm about to purposely skip ahead of his ass. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. I, got like eight, I got like eight more picks. That's fucking ridiculous. I'm I'm leaving. Um, so listen, let me tell you something. That Niners roster is loaded. And Jimmy Garoppolo is at a place now where he's like, you know what, you're not gonna lose the game because of me. And that's all that's all that team needs is a game managing quarterback, get the ball to your weapons on the outside. And I mean, listen, they absolutely destroyed Diggs. I mean, they took advantage of the fact that he's aggressive. 
They killed him with the double move over and over and over mm-hmm. and over and over again. And he never fucking <laughs> learned. He never learned. Bro, and is that and is that on coaching or is that on him? That's on him. Ain't no coach ever gonna sit there and watch that over and over again and be like, hey, bro, you're doing great. Me being a high school level coach saw that and was like, hey, bro, stop falling for the double move, bro. Mm-hmm. It's slaying go every time. Or it's post corner every time, bro. They're they're literally banking on you to jump that route. How about you stay your ass back a couple yards and let the action come to you? Sit your ass down. That's definitely his ass, bro. I ain't got no time for that bullshit, bro. Fuck out of here. He had a horrible game. He, he almost had that forced fumble, and everybody was like, he's back. I'm like, nah, that boy's trash. Bro, but, okay. Why was he first team all pro? Boy. Who? Um, Trayvon Diggs. What do you mean? If you well, stats give you first team all pro, bro. Man almost broke. Man almost broke a record. You're gonna get first team all pro because of that. Somebody breaks. If somebody gets two thousand yards receiving, they're gonna be first team all pro. You know what I'm saying? If a quarterback breaks or gets over amount of touchdowns, even though they threw a bunch of the picks. They might get first team all pro. Actually, no, nah, not if they do a bunch of t- picks out of you. But for I corners, because you're on a but, high but, but think about it, though. But think about what you just said, though, right? You said, if if I'm a quarterback, I throw a lot of touchdowns. I, I bob a lot of picks. I reneged on that. Okay, well, you, okay, yeah, you reneged, right? But then think about this, right? But, okay, he, he, he had the most picks, right, in the league. He had, like, 11 picks, right? But if you give up the most coverage and you have the highest passing rating against you, right? Were you were you were you an effective corner, or was I just picking on you that much that you just happened to catch eleven of the eighty nine passes I threw towards you, or a hundred a hundred passes? I don't know. You know, that's a great point. That's a good point. But at the end of the day, a turnover is still a turnover. And you stay in the field position, whether it's a pick six, whether it's putting your quarterback 30 more yards, less than he was going to get. Uh, and at the end of the day, stats matter in the NFL. And I feel like that's the only reason they put him in there because, like, you had the most of this. Yeah. You feel what I'm saying? And it was, you know, like, and it's the, come on, it's the Showtime Cowboy. No, I got you. Well, I'll say this much. Um... When he had he had how many um, interceptions he had eleven right eleven I believe yeah so you know he saw six hundred and six snaps in coverage he saw ninety three targets allowed fifty three of them for over a thousand yards and allowed five touchdowns and got eleven picks um so for what is worth if you look at just pure metrics and numbers he's not doing that solid I mean he's his um, pro um, football focus. Coverage grade is 67.7, which is 45th out of 134. Um, But what I will say is that it's a high-risk, high-reward. Because although he's getting burned or whatever the case may be, you know that those 11 times he got you the ball, you had it back. I got points. You know what I mean? However, in the same context, what can't be quantified at this point is how many of those yards and receptions led to touchdowns in other games? 
You see what I'm saying? That's going to take an extreme amount of film and an extreme amount of research. But I'm sure that he's probably led to more touchdowns than he's than he has prevented. You know what I mean? So I think in that context, I mean, there were other corners, if you ask me, that I felt deserved to be um, all Ooh, pro. J.C. Jackson? Sure. J.C. Absolutely. A.J. Terrell? Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, now the thing, the thing about it is, is that, you know, Trayvon's got the stats. The most important stat, unfortunately, to a corner is takes. And it shouldn't be. It really should be deflections, drops, then interceptions. You can get a shitload of interceptions and get your ass burned. You know what I'm right. saying? But, you know, that's, that's, that's the nature of the beast. You feel me? So... That, that's all. That's all it boils down to. Essentially, if if it was up to me, it would have definitely been JC and probably Ramsey. Or one or two. I like Ramsey. That's a good pick. JC been doing this. JC, come on, man. JC ran Gilmore up out of there. Yeah, JC really liked that. Don't know cap. All right. Um, the seven seed Steelers at the two seed Chiefs. Chiefs win 42-21. Um, I mean, this is what we all expected. Nothing really to say about that. Um, and then we had Monday night football, the last Monday night game of the year. Um, the Rams. That was cool, though, was playoffs. Yeah, the Rams beating the Cardinals 34-11. Uh, to 11. Um, Rams did that. Bro, hey, I, this was the wildest stat that I saw today. <laughs> They said that Kyler Murray threw the shortest pick six ever, bro. And they said, ain't that ironic? Damn. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Run that back. Say that again. Kyler Murray threw the shortest pick six ever. And they said, isn't that ironic? That's fucked up. <laughs> that's, right. that's really fucked up. They snarked hard. hard as hell. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, yo. Hey, yo. <laughs> Damn, Kyler. Right. Um, Maybe next year, buddy. Yeah. Yeah, it just wasn't their year. Um, a lot of injuries. They folded under pressure. And, well, it's clear that, I don't know. I mean, he's, ser- he's still serviceable. But without D-Hop, he looked lost. Yeah. Yeah. That was a security blanket. I was Bro, it is, like but I mean, I think that shows you like that Devo. I mean, not not Deho, De, nah, not Deho, 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 Deho is really that um, quarterback on the like that, like that second quarterback. Really, you know. Hey, mm-hmm. let me tell you something. I'm about to I'm about to take it a step further. Hey, the heartbeat of that team, bro. Kyler Kyler Murray's performance saved Jalen Hurts' job. Oh yeah. Jalen Hurts has got a job because Kyler did that bad. Mm-hmm. No cappy. Wow. What what makes you say that? Because you're looking you're looking at somebody like Jalen, who, if to be honest with you, for what it's worth, although the Rams have a deeper, although the Rams have a, a technically a deeper squad. Buccaneers have been playing better football. Jalen Hurts was a couple of seconds away from making some really good plays. Not even like milliseconds. 
He had one where he had uh, Smith. Smith killed Bro. whatever corner that was on him. It's just Dean got over there and saved it with an interception. But, I mean, Bro. for what it's worth, Jalen didn't play a bad game. He just played a game where you're like, mm, I don't know. I don't know if he's worthy yeah. of keeping. But then Kyler, who's supposed to be this MVP candidate, who's supposed mm-hmm. to be all-world, got everything going. I mean, he folded against the Rams. Let's call it what it is. I'm not going to say they should have won, but his ass folded too. He had a bad game. Worst game than Jalen Hurts. So I'm sitting there as an Eagles owner and being like, you know, maybe if we put some more weapons by this kid, he might be good. Yeah. And um, has has the offensive line been healthy? For the Eagles? Yeah. Fuck no. Exactly. So, Jalen Hurts has been playing you know, with you can't you can't you can't even evaluate Jaylen, that. I don't you know? think Jalen Hurts has had a full starting lineup since like the fourth week of the season. All right, see, you can't even. You know what I'm saying? So you know, that's the way that's the way the cookie crumbles, baby. You feel me? No cap. No cap. Um. All right, so. Now, with all that being said, let's make some picks. Um, So to recap the last two weeks, uh, from the week 18 picks, Willie won that week. He went 10 and 6. Me and Nels went 9 and 7. Dylan went 8 and 8. As for the uh, wild card round, uh, I won this week. I went 5 and 1. And the three of you, you guys went four and two. Damn. Um, Wait, run that back. Who who did what for what? Y'all went four and two. I went five and one in the picks last week. Oh, okay. Better up. Which game did you get right that 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 got you over the top? I was the only one who picked the Bills. Oh yeah, you oh. slid, you slid, you slid. You got that little yeah. daddy. You slid. You slid. I did. Yeah, slid. I just didn't trust. I didn't trust McDermott. You slid, you slid, you slid, you slid. All right, so here we are, divisional round week. Oh, it's going by so fast. Here we are in just a few weeks, no more football. Um, Damn. So we have our our games on Saturday. Um, We have the early game, which is the four-seed Bengals at the one-seed Tennessee Titans. Um, how do you guys see this game shaking out? Hmm. About to be a good hmm. game, but the Titans finna give them that work, baby. They said that Derrick Henry played well today in practice. That's all. That's all. That's all that you have to say. You they said with regular contact. He played well, <clears throat> man. I don't care. I don't, I don't even care if he. I don't even care if he doesn't play. Actually, Derek Henry don't even have to play. I I think that the Titans rush 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 offense is going to dominate the Chiefs. I think. I think the Titans. The Titans got it. I think the Titans. The Titans just need to put some. You put some shit together. You know what I mean? I think at the end of the day, this is the reason why you get the number one seed so you can get the best chance to be able to get into the semifinal game. Now, what I will say is the Bengals can't be slept on. How? Because I'll be honest with you, 
if there is any low ranked team that shouldn't play the Titans, it is the Bengals. Because I'm be honest with you, I'm not concerned just about Jamar Chase in this one. Titans don't have enough answers for Boyd or Higgins. They don't. So you got to respect them. Jamar Chase is going to get his one-on-ones. You don't have any answers for Joe Mixon. You don't have any answers for Uzoma. You know what I'm saying? And here's I mean, the linebackers are solid. I mean, they they're better. They're run stoppers more than anything. And Mixon is a dual threat running back that you have to respect in the backfield to go out for routes as well. And now what I will say is the one thing that we don't talk about with the Bengals that I think we probably should is their defense. Yeah. That matters. Their defense yeah, because, matters. Um, I'll, I'll give a shout-out to FAU, but um, Trey Hendrickson, he's had a sack in, I think it's, I think it was like 13 straight games. I didn't even know he went to like FAU. He's had it, you got to give, you give a shout-out to Motor, bit. Yeah, oh, yeah. Motor be sliding, bro. You know what I'm saying? So it's like there's a lot of things to consider here. You know what I mean? And it's like the Bengals, this game might be a little bit better than we're giving it credit for. The Titans are definitely a good team. They know how to scrap out wins. That's why I never bet against the Titans because the Titans win ugly. Mm -hmm. They definitely know how to make a game ugly. They know how to shorten the game. They know how to take points away, all that good shit. They know what they're doing. However, However, that Bengals team cannot be slept on. Cannot be slept on. Facts. All right, so I'm going Titans for my pick. Y'all are going Titans? Yeah, I'm, I'm going, going Titans, Titans as well, yeah. bro. But don't Dylan. be surprised if the Bengals give them that work. Right. That, that, what you said? Titans, yeah. Okay. The dog kept him fired. About to have Joe Burr looking sick. All right. Um... <laughs> Saturday night, we have the six-seed 49ers at the one-seed Packers. Um, I think this is going to be a very good game. Um, but I got I to gotta, I gotta roll with Pack Show um, on this one. I'm going to go with the upset bit, dog. I ain't even going to lie to you. There's there's a high potential for upset. Here's the reason there's why. All over there named Debo Sam. That you know that's my favorite <laughs> NFL player right now. Yeah, where nobody there's nobody on that Packers roster that can see that boy inside the box, outside the box, one on one, two on one, bro. And then he got a little, and then he got a little white big cousin called George Kittle. Boy, not gonna lie to you. And then he got like the the game manager and Jimmy G. And then if Jimmy G fuck around, he's like, hey, let's put it in the X Factor and Trey Lance if we want. But they got a lot going on. That could, just like Nels was saying about not being able to sleep on on the Bengals. I feel like I feel like the Niners have that same thing. Their defenses. Well, yeah, that's is, that's why I picked them to beat the Cowboys last week. He's up there. I know. That boy, that boy Fred Warner is. Got a good thing going on in that middle of that field. Mm. All right. Uh, Nels, Willie, what are y'all doing? Uh, oh. it's, 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 phys- it's a physical team versus a finesse team. 
Um, it's here's here's the reason why I might not go 49ers. Um the they're playing in Green Bay. That's a home field advantage. And I'm not talking about the fans. I ain't talking about none of that extraness. It's a home field advantage because it's gonna be cold. Very. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the 49ers have played in enough cold games to really play effectively. And I think the Packers are going to be ready. So just off that alone, I'm going to pick the Packers. But if this game was anywhere else where it's warm, decent little weather, I ain't going to lie to you. The current uh, forecast is 12 degrees. You bitch. <laughs> uh, Ooh. Um, I got the pack. Ooh, with the I apologize with a wind chill of minus three. Right, <laughs> bitch. That's sick. It's disgusting. That shit icy. That is sick. <laughs> icy, knifey. It just want to knife me. All right, um, all right. So, so now you said you're going who again? Sorry. I said I'm going to go Packers, my boy. Okay, and Willie, you said Packers? Yes, sir. All right, um, then Sunday, the early game, we have the four-seed Rams at the two-seed Bucks. Um, man, if the Rams' defense plays like they did last week, I I got to roll with the Rams. Um, yeah, I'm going Rams. I can respect that, my boy. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Rams as well. <clears throat> Tom Brady. <laughs> Not betting against Tom Brady. I I feel you. That's why I, I can respect everybody's pick. Um, this game is where in Tampa Bay? Yep. Yes. Um. I'm actually going to say this. I think that the Rams are about to see a better defense than what they saw in the beginning of the season. Remember, the Rams went ham on the Buccaneers in the beginning of the season. Mm -hmm. And we know that the Rams have the ability to take the fuck off. Now, here's the reason why I think that you can't go against the Rams. I think beyond anything... It's really tough to prepare for Cooper Cup and Odell Beckham Jr. I think that's really tough. Um, I think that the Bucks will be able to keep up. Perriman has stepped up. He's done his thing. Um, Godwin is gone, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah he's, he's gone. gone. Brown is gone. So you've got Gronk, you've got Brait, you've got Scotty, you've got Evans, uh, Evans and you've got Perriman. Who Perriman has stepped Bro, up and he's done and- his thing. And oh, and you got Grayson. Grayson's been playing well. He's been playing well. You got Keyshawn Vaughn. Keyshawn Vaughn been had playing two well. Last week. But but listen, now we've got Higby, OBJ, Van Jefferson, Cooper Cup, Cam Akers just came Cam back. Sony Michelle doing his thing. I mean, if there's any season for the Rams to go get it, this season is the season. To be honest with you, everybody healthy, everybody in good conditions. Nobody beefing on that team. So you know what? I, I Tom, listen, Tampa Bay, I'm with you, but I I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to go LA on this one, man. I'm gonna have to go to Rams. 
We have to go to Rams. Um, and then we have Sunday night, the three seed Bills at the two seed Chiefs. Um, fuck the Chiefs. Let's go Bills. You snap. That's all I need to say. Yeah, I got Bills, man. Bills. Motor. Oh, yeah, Bill's going to get their revenge. Let's do this. But I hope that's how it plays out, y'all boys. Same. All right. Well, that's all for the NFL for now. Um, if you want, we can um, – I could recap the winner of the college football picks. Okay. Um, by the way, Georgia, shout out to Georgia beating Alabama national championship. I don't think we've had an episode since then, right? No. Nope. Impressive. Yeah. So we all took Bama. I think, I think we all put the hex on them. That's, nah. that's what we were going for, baby. Right. Um, so yeah, so shout out to Georgia. Thank you. Um, there's hope after all. Um, so <laughs> Yeah, so they can win it for the next three years, right? Right. <laughs> right. You're just feeling the fire. Right. That boy ready, bro. That boy already got his full deck of cards ready to go. About to just start busting on people, bro. Uh, pause. <laughs> All right. So, as far as the, the final standings go. Yeah, boy. Stevie. In last place. With a record of 203 and 102. Man, that's pretty fucking good. Willie. Maybe. I know I lost this year. I went terrible. I don't know, bro. You had a three-week span where you only was wrong on like four or five In third place. Okay. <laughs> with a record of 209 and 96. No, that's it. Damn, third. Mm-hmm. What? I told you. I told you the season was uh, risky, baby. So should I read second or should I just go right to first? Read second okay. and then go first. In second place, with a record of two hundred and seventeen and eighty-eight. Dylon, 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 Dylon. Yeah, I told you I went to fold in that game, And in first place, with a record of 226 and 79. Wow. It is me. It is I. It is Buddha. It is Buddha. Congratulations, my boy. Thanks, guys. It is impressive. I tried really hard this year. I know you did, brother. All right. Well, that's all I got on that. No, as well as we need to talk about. Um, shit, Willie, you got anything for basketball, goddamn? Shit, man, I do got some shit, man. Splash Splash Brothers is back. Man, I. There's so much to talk about, man. Let me see. 
Well, as you know, Steph Curry continuing to break records. Yeah. Um, Every game. <laughs> uh, there, there was very interesting there. Ben, the Ben Simmons saga. Um, it's it, I I feel like it's a soap opera at this point, but um, it's gonna continue. I mean, shit. They say it could continue through the season, bro. That's wild. Like this man might not like man might not suit up at all this, this season, bro. But I mean, when I say the Hawks, I mean not the Hawks. When I say that the Seventy Sixers are turning down every deal possible. Like solid deals, turning them down. I'm like, I don't understand. Like I've I've heard um, De'Aaron Fox was mentioned. They said there was also some John Collins. They said Sabonis, and you know all these different things were going through, but none of them actually felt. None of them actually went through. Um, the Pacers though are trying to blow up the roster before the deadline. Who's trying to blow up? Um, who's trying to blow up the roster? The Pacers, the Indiana Pacers, are trying to blow up the roster before the um, deadline. Um, um, Russell Westbrook, I think this man might be diminished to a bench role. Yikes! That is what that is what it's seeming like. Um, but Frank Vogel is also on hot seat, so they said that he is on a like a game to game leash. So. I don't know, you know, lay G, you know, lay GM, you know how he'd be doing. Not so. lay GM, y'all boys. Are... <laughs> <laughs> really shitting on that boy, man. That but, hey, I do want to give a shout out to LeBron James because you know he, I, you know, there's no doubt, there's no doubt in his greatness. Uh, you know, I want to say the last, um, I think for the last month he's averaged on um, 32, like quietly. I think he like he had, he had 30 like for 10 straight games. And nobody said a word. Nice. I, um, the man is a robot. Uh, also, there was, yeah, I, it was a really cool stat today. But he was, um, he's the first player in the thirty, ten, and nine club. So thirty thousand points, I think ten, ten thousand rebounds, and nine thousand assists. Damn. So first player ever. I mean, you know, I mean. Greatest overall basketball player of all time, for sure. But um, I mean, you we don't really need to know the seeds or the standings. Um, just know that the trade de- the trade deadline is in two weeks. That's it. Um, until we're sixty games in, that's when it matters. Nice truths. Truths. I mean, well, shit. Is there anything else in the world of sports that we missing this shit? Uh, Francis Ngannou versus Cyril Gan this weekend. Oh, let's oh talk about gosh. it. May have to buy that one. So these guys <laughs> used to be training partners, part, part, partners, partners. Uh, they're part of the same camp, and then uh, Francis Ngannou left that camp, and it's kind of been bad blood ever since he did that. Although what, him what, leaving, what, what although him leaving, um, he just wanted to train in different aspects. He wanted to just kind of move on and learn elsewhere. He felt like he wasn't like broadening his horizons enough staying there. And yeah. So he cleared it and he, left can you, he, he started ascending after that. So maybe he wasn't totally wrong. Um, what are you going to say? But him leaving did what though? He was about to say that. I cut you off. I'm sorry. Oh no. It kind of, it caused bad blood. 
um, once he once he left. And um, yeah, they just weren't really fucking with him. He wasn't really fucking with them. And like, Nganu gave Cyril Gan like kind of the cold shoulder treatment the last time they crossed paths backstage. He didn't like even acknowledge him. So yeah, there's you know I don't I don't know what kind of conversations happen behind closed doors, but they don't seem to fuck with each other like that. So we gonna find out because Cyril Gan's interim title is bullshit. Um, and, mm. and Ghana's just going to go ahead and, you know, take that off him. Beat, beat that ass. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Love it. So is that, is that it? Mm-hmm. There it is. All right. So. I was having a bit of a dilemma today for underrated bars of fame because I was trying to figure out what I was going to do um, for underrated bars of fame with either million and one questions remix or million and one questions, which is uh, <clears throat> a Jay-Z song. So um, the reason why I was having issues is because, you know, the original is the original. Um, but it's a it's like half a song with another half a song called Rhyme No More. So I was like, all right, the remix has three verses. And the reason why I like this is because he's asking generalized questions that would be asked to him with the position that he was in. Um, because Volume 1 just dropped, Reasonable Doubt hit, but it didn't hit as hard as people thought it was going to. So there was a million and one questions that needed to be asked. And, you know, he asked them in the rap. And in, in the remix, he kind of answers them a little bit as well. So, Underrated Bars of Fame, Million and One Questions, remixed by Jay-Z. All right? Mm-hmm. A lot of speculation on the monies I've made, honeys I've slayed. How is he for real? Is that really paid? Hustles I've met or dealt with direct. Is it true he stayed in beef and slept with a tech? What's the position you hold? Can you really match a triple platinum artist buck by buck, but you're only single going gold? If Rockefeller should fold and you're left out in the cold, is it back to charging motherfuckers 11 4 and 0 for the millionth time asking me questions like Wendy Williams, harassing me, then get upset when I catch feelings? Can I get a minute to breathe? And in that minute, you leave. While I'm looking at my roll, ice spinning on my sleeve. Ugh, nice watch. That's where uh, J. Cole gets his, ugh, nice watch, running. Mm-hmm. Um, do you really have a spot? Like you said in front of foe, and if so, what block? What you do in LA and what you doing in LA with Filipinos and essays, Latinos and Chevys, down with Pico by with Federico. I'll answer all y'all questions, but then you gotta go. Now the question I ask is how bad you wanna know. Blah. And the hook is as you some of y'all know is a million. Mm, a million. That's pretty much how it goes. Ninety-eight primo remix and ain't nothing different. I don't know what the hell has been sniffing. Jig is still dipping. Cropes on the whim. My bad. Chrome on the whipsin. Four days out the week. Find me in a kitchen. Still in the game. Hooked like glue. Poppy gave me one pie, but it cooked like two. I'm a crook like you. Cats around the, my way was buying brand new whips and shit. What could I do? Knowing I'm supposed to style, I'm the hustle's poster child. Rock lizards and crocodile. Live ironic and whatnot. Well, live ironic and whatnot. Put all that ice on the face of a watch just to make it hot. Now you see me on them stages, rocks in the air, looking like blue lasers, never for gazes. 
Act courageous. I smack them with the two aces. Smack double one, I'm troublesome. All I got for chicks is hard dick and bubble gum. Flip bricks like Fred Barney Rubble in them. It's a Rockefeller click. What's fucking with them? Not a damn thing. We doing our own thing. Blow. A million, right? Verse three, last one. Ha. Well, they call me Jehovah because the flow is religious. And ever since I was 16, I was holding digits. I'm seeing this industry clearer, as if I had coke in the trunk and the cops in the rear mirror. I slow flows y'all to death, so y'all hoes know who the best. Jigga, the flow be I bendito. For the mommies, I hable espanol, poquito. Oh, este, I got timing like a segue. Now holla back, baby. Jay-Z, you motherfucking right. In the darkest of nights, let off my gun for light to guide y'all through. Show you how it's done. I'm the question and the answer like Iverson. Just be private ones. No gate to lift. So when I take flight, it's from hangar six. Bang with this. Wake up with one in your brain. And the cocaine's flow straight, numbing your pain. This ain't your speed, young man. Running your lane. So I can come through doing a hundred and change. I put one in your frame. Picture that. Who's running the game? Let's get to that. I guess we one in the same. A million and one. Once again, Novocaine flow, ho. You ain't no. Like a baller and an Impala, Jigger remain low. Then I pop up and tell your block up and kick off like soccer. I'm in the range roll to his holes like ankles. Till next time, I hit y'all with a million more. Blow. A million one question. Remix. Jay-Z. Nice. Underrated by the fan. He's spitting, but... <laughs> recklessly <laughs> recklessly like you just walk in there and be like alright bro listen just record that shit alright so let's <laughs> record this real quick I don't know what the fuck I'm finna say this um Buddha yo where can you reach us on email my boy uh ballsportspodcast at gmail.com twitter balls underscore podcast instagram balls underscore sports underscore podcast hell yeah dylan what we doing it's time to get off the air hey how many times we done this shit uh 216 two motherfucking 16 hot Uh, all right well for the 216th time we are done we appreciate y'all for, you know, listening to us. Y'all could have been listening to any other sports podcast in the world, but, you know, you vibing with us. We appreciate that. Uh, you know, just keep giving us these picks and these listening. You know, keep giving you this content to ride to and vibe to potentially get hot to. Like Weezy, we're out of here. Yeah, bye, hoes. Silly. Adios.